All right, let's try this one more time. Art and Goldfit Podcast. We here? Check my levels, y'all. Episode 144 of the RBS Podcast, the podcast by artists, for artists, and art lovers. I am your host from the West Coast, broadcasting from the slums of. Nah, I can't even tell you where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ladies like to come and knock at my studio window after y'all get out of jail asking, can you charge your cell phone in my spot? And we got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to pause that. Anyway, let's get some announcements out the way. Shout out to the cats over on Apple holding us down. Hit us with that subscribe, that five star. You know, hit us with that review. We'll be looking for you in the uh, year-end review like the cats over on Spotify. We see y'all hit us with the follow, hit us with the five star. The end of the year wrapped up, coming up. We haven't been potting, so numbers is low, but it's all good. We'll see y'all there. Few niggas over on Patreon, man. We see y'all. You know, if you guys are interested in getting some uh, episodes early, we, we kicking stuff back up. We kicking up that, so subscribe that Patreons. Announcements. Yo, next week we got art hop in the way. So once we get out that out the way, we can get back to uh, our normal grind. But if you're in Fresno, California, slide through Broadway Studios downtown uh, on Thursday, whatever this Thursday is. I forget the date, but yeah, man, it's like the fifth or something like that. Thank you, October fifth. And uh, you know we got Martin Townsend showing up in the spot. We got James Drills, Vegan Masoy, and all types of R and BS. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be around here anyway. Shouts to the plugs. Have some respect for your artwork. Put a Vatican on that bitch. We got the casinos, the cassettes, tabernacles, Flemish corners. I think there's some cassettes on the website right now. Hold, hold it down and uh, subscribe to that mailing list. You know, and then we keep y'all updated. Oh, man, we back. You guys, I missed you. Hopefully, you miss me. You know, you know how we do it. You saw me just get out of the whip. I mean, it, I mean, we here. In the building, returning. Ill nigga alert, ill nigga alert. But it's like, James, you know, you, you know, man, you got to get the music right. Last time Cat was on the show, you even had the music. Y'all was running behind. Let, let's, let's just get to it. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get to it. Art and Goldfish Podcast. Turn me up. I've been watching you for so very long. Hey. Shouts to all the podcast family. Shouts to all my painters. Smoke it if you got it. Sip it if you got it. You know what's really good. Shouts to all the ladies, breaking hearts, breaking pockets, securing bags, and popping tags. This goes out to you, you know what I'm saying? We're going to start off a little slow for you, you know what I'm saying? saying? Get our underpainting going down before we slap it in with that color, man. Listen, get you right, get your values all right, soften that up. All the podcast family, man, listen, apologies, the absence has been felt, I miss y'all, yo, we here, come and talk, you know what I'm saying, I'm here to talk to y'all, we got Martin in the building, man, listen, got talk, man, shout out to all the married men, shout out to all the single men, you know what I'm saying, however you gotta play it, man, stick to the script, 
quit violating y'all out there horse playing. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Art and Bullshit Yeah, I feel like we should keep going, y'all. Like, man, listen. Huh. You know, you might mess around and make a baby in the back of the car on this one. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna get to it. Hold on, hold on. I got some, some new stuff. I just came really came across my desk. You know what I'm saying? Wait, hold on. I gotta let this ride out real quick. Shouts to all the aunties that was outside early 2000s throwing it back. You know what I'm saying? On the roots of Suzuki sidekicks, I see. I had to switch it over there. Nighttime mode. We're gonna let this ride out and we're gonna gonna turn up on y'all, man. Come on. Keep it going, keep it going. Hey yo, we from the projects with niggas and roll metal objects, lobbies and rebels. Some died and fell victims to the Wouldn't be right if we get some Raekwon on here. Martin's in the building, man. Sharpen your swords. We in here. Shurikens, Katanas, you know what I'm saying? Ninjas creep with Bokens and Ninja Stars. Might break you down like a list cigar. Man, we did. Always breaking new music. RBS is the movement. You know what I'm saying? I'm like Mag Negro coming through with the music. You know what I'm saying? Getting fed grace by two bitches and they go fine. My wag who came with paperwork, still eating swine. I'm on my peace side, shit, let me explain. Everybody can't get close, we all the aim. Scorpion the scales, we shooting oh, dice. I'm about to take y'all home, man. Through the back, slipped on a Uzi shell, me, I'm just the best. Fresh, catch me in the hatchback, legs with a mystery. Y'all bring it back to the West Coast, man, listen. No souls, we on the jet. Supreme jet skis, we ain't even getting wet. Let's keep going. Take you guys home, man. I feel like this, you know, we gotta get epic. A lot's going down. We've been painting, you know what I'm saying? Cats was getting ready for shows. We, we keeping in auxiliary mode, man, you know? You gotta stay swift and changeable, malleable, like a ball of clay, cause life throwing curveballs. But man, listen, we hitting it out the park. They jealous, they envious of me. I'm rich as fuck, I'm Bring some YG in on y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? You might have to hit a buck 30, you know, in your Honda Accord on the freeway bumping this joint, man. I know you guys missed this, man. 
other podcasts ain't doing this, man. We on the fly. This is all live in effect. You know, and the thing is, is y'all think we do this all pre-recorded? Nah, man, this is, you know, we got bars for y'all, man. This thing doing this, man. Listen, often imitated, never duplicated. The other cats, they always just emulate it. You know what I'm saying? But we here. You know what I'm saying? We here, man. Shouts to all the lovely black queens out there. You know what I'm saying? Holding down. And all the, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, the other peaking weekends. You know what I'm saying? All that. You know what I'm saying? The uh, caramel sundaes. You know what I'm saying? The uh, French vanillas. You know what I'm saying? Like all the flavors of ice cream. You know what I'm saying? We out here. All y'all money is green. I ain't hating. I was a collector high, keep a Barbie, love a Polly. You can never school me, baby. I'm too tardy. I'm a dog. Be my mark. My shit permanent is short. Okay, got to take y'all home, man. Just, I know, man. Sometimes they're jealous. We just gonna use that as is. Yo, my grandma bumped this shit, bro. That ass. Art and Bullshit mm. Podcast. We here. Episode whatever it is 144 you know what i'm saying rbs podcast podcast by artists for artists and art lovers yeah we tapping in we got martin townsend in the building you guys may have seen him you know what i'm saying in the african-american cultural museum <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. come on man you can get you through had, the whole thing okay sorry <laughs> sorry sorry i'm sorry you know because yeah man you know what hey uh, i got it. okay you may have seen him it uh uh Paper Crane Gallery, you know what I'm saying? Doing some live portraits. Shout outs to uh, Danny DeMeza. Shout outs to my sister Raquel Justo, holding it down. Um, you may have seen him over in the Warner's building doing uh, drawings and just various, maybe you saw him on the block. Maybe you saw him out in Millerton Lake or out in San Francisco doing some playing there. I don't know, man, this cat is spotted. Like where's Waldo, but just a, a black version with a paintbrush, you know what I'm saying? And a wedding ring and nothing but some integrity and some game. So we are gonna get to this interview and see what's really popping. Please give a warm round of applause for Martin Townsend. Going down, fam. Not much, man. Not much. Just uh, trying to stay like you, man. Trying to stay busy, stay on my grind. Man, man, man. You know what's crazy is uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like you're busy, right? You, I feel like you. I see you outside. You I, I, a lot. I, see I, you outside. I, I try to say yes to everything. Okay. That's, that's the main thing. Say, okay. Say yes to everything. You're that's... not turning down nothing but your collar. Yeah. There it is. Fact. Not even that sometimes. Mm, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, man. So since the last time you were on the show, because I believe that was in December, it's almost it's almost coming up on a year actually. Yeah, time flies. Mm -hmm. time yeah, flies. yeah, 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 yeah. So you want to like, well, what's been happening, man? What like, let's get caught up. What, oh. What's been in the in the cauldron? What what's on the whiteboard? Well, talk right, to me. All right, all right. Uh, so I've been trying to get back into my mural thing. Um, there have been a lot of opportunities popping up in the valley recently, which a lot of our our mutual friends probably been hopping up on. Some of you you cats in the valley that do murals or get into public artworks, you guys probably heard about Madeira doing a thing. So um, yeah, me and a me and a group of homies, Dan, uh, Danny, um, Rack, uh, we all applied. Uh, to some uh, murals at Madeira mm -hmm. City College. So 
just doing that okay. uh keeping my live drawings going mm-hmm. uh looking at equity and shit like man the the commissions ain't selling like they used to mm. people's pockets is tight mm. i keep listening to the, the like my news my my political mm. podcast right. and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and it's like all right okay that uh that uh fun money is drying up so it's like all right okay switch switch tactics you know you know what's crazy though is i don't know because i feel like it's the it it depends on the market that you're in Mm -hmm. right so it's like there's levels to the art world and like there are certain places certain like artists i feel like are kind of i wouldn't say recession proof but it's interesting because you know i i do think that it's it's important to like have people who how can I say how have people who like really not I don't want to use the word promote but it's kind of like you know when you have strategic alliances they can mm-hmm. open up you know their mailing list or their you know book of business or, or get you in front of a certain um a certain particular demographic mm-hmm. right that is used to buying paintings yeah so I think that we come into this art game and we're just, you know, like we're, we're all from the hood, you know what I'm saying? Brothers trying to make it. And we don't naturally have people around us who are like buying art. So we have to build these relationships, you know, and a lot of these, a lot of times these relationships are far, like it might be people in, you know, LA or Seattle Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. Cincinnati who were buying your work, you know, and then you turn to ship it because I know personally for me, Martin, I sell more work outside of Fresno, not you in Fresno. I, absolutely, I I totally believe it. That that absolutely tracks. Like, even like not even going outside of the state, just going outside the city, it's mm-hmm. a little easier to sell your work. And I think it's just, uh, it's one of the double edged swords of Fresno. Like that same mindset of Fresno, I think, is kind of conducive to like we have a lot of artists, right? We're a community of people that like DIY shit. We got loads of people that habitually hit the Home Depot, the White Pine, like uh, Fresno Ag, all that shit, mm-hmm. right? Fresno's full of those folks. So in their minds, they're always looking at like form and function connected. And it's like, okay, what's this gonna do for me? Can I make this myself? That's always like a question in the back of folks' head. And I think like after pandemic shit hit, everyone was like, I can do a lot of stuff on my own. I can learn a lot of shit through YouTube. And so, it's uh it's weird because like a particular i think you're right there are some people that are like quote unquote recession proof and i think that has to do with like their ability to network and diversify so it's like all right those folks that are um like those big time painters it's um i don't know why jenny savile always comes to mind when i think like a top level painter but she does like large scale works i don't i don't know how she's eaten but i feel like every time i haven't heard about her in a minute she pops up and something's going on. Someone's doing something to recognize her. She's uh, releasing some new prints or there's some variation of a previous work that she did or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that she's really good at remaining like relevant and consistent. And that's really helpful for her and like staying in the public eye. So that's something that we all gotta work on is like being consistent Mm -hmm. and uh, so that we're like, folks don't forget about us. It's super easy. There's, There's a lot of, there's a lot of content on the internet and mm-hmm. people aren't like us, like us artists, we'll put our heads down we'll like listen to our, our couple of tracks and we'll zone out on a couple of different like topics that we're interested in. Mm-hmm. But other folks, man, like they're, 
I feel like most everybody else has ADHD. <laughs> like, but I mean, it. we do also. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, like I, most artists that I know, be it vocal or not, have some form of that. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. weird. I, I think the um the the part that makes me go, all right, this is cool. Like, it doesn't feel like ADHD as an artist is because it's like you end up tunneling that into like research. You end up tunneling that into like, even though like you might be on this like weird tangent, it's like, oh, I'm bringing it back to the art. Mm-hmm. This is coming back. Right. I'm going to use this later. Yeah. This is just all, this is all just fodder for the mill. You know? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I totally, I feel that. And it, it's interesting that we're, we're talking about, you know, this whole, aspect of connecting because i do think as artists a lot of times we don't recognize ourselves as being businesses yeah right and what i've seen you know personally is you know i still feel like i'm a ambulance chasing artist like i am like (laughs) in the muck and in the mud you know i'm not i don't like there's no like crazy status or then we haven't broke through or nothing like that so getting the chance to see people attempting to figure out how to do art shows, how to display their art. People, like you said, through the pandemic, like thinking, oh, I can do this and taking whatever their passion is, creating something and then bringing that to society. There's this view of a lot of people that it seems as though like people don't view artists as being businesses. People no. don't view artists as being business people, right? But no. if you we're content creators, that's 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 how we're viewed as content creators, right? Because like a content creator, you're you're expecting them to consistently post. You're con- you're expecting them to consistently push it out there. And like legit, like I'm like you, you were just talking to me about battle rap stuff. Uh, so I'm sure you you been listening to those like uh, those Vince Staples interviews anytime mm-hmm. he's talking about the mu- music industry. It's the same shit mm-hmm. for us, yeah. right? where it's like, okay, we're expected to consistently put out samples of work. We're consistently expected to just uh, have a bunch of shit just ready to go and like ready to put out for free and consistently promote ourselves and then take pennies, like percentages, like small fractions of what is worth back. Mm -hmm. And it's just expected. It's like, okay, you made that. Now when's the next thing? Yeah. And I... (sighs) And like I, I, I'd like I'm kind of kicking my past self, like a younger me that was like waiting for the next uh, episode of whatever anime to come out. And it was like, what's taking you guys so long? Just animate the shit. And it's like, whoa, whoa, buddy. <laughs> right, right. That's someone really yeah. put their heart and soul into mm-hmm. this, and you're you're ripping it off of YouTube yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and not only that, but it's like have it being an artist, and you have you know a wife of your own. Now you could think like, dang, if I was working on like One Piece, and it was either like stay home and get the this fight scene down or go spend time with right. her away. like y'all would be waiting right <laughs> you know and it's like, like I, I and i know like like oh man the fans would appreciate it mm-hmm. for all of 10 seconds for yeah. all like the majority of that fight and then whatever gifts or references they could make later but they're going to be thankful for the scene they're mm-hmm. not gonna they're like i never think about the people that are animating in the moment that i'm watching it mm-hmm. it's always like right after i was like fuck mappa must be working them people to the Boom. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. Well, Ugh. and the the crazy part about animation is it's a team, so it's oh, like yeah. it's it's harder to get credit. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if you do something cool, everybody's like, "Oh, Martin, that painting's fly!" Right? Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. all like 
10 niggas work on like one fight scene, right? And then yeah. like- Oda gets the- Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Oda gets the credit, right? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, man, but that is, that's the nature, I guess, of the artistic lane that you're gonna choose. Yeah, right? and like, honestly, like personally, I didn't get into art for like fame. Like mm -hmm. that, honestly, that's the least, that's the least appealing part of like being a successful art maker, like mm -hmm. a successful painter, drawer, whatever. Like uh, that's the thing I, I'm not super thrilled about. I don't like people being all in my business. I don't mm -hmm. like people looking over my shoulder unless I'm inviting them to, right. you know? Um, and so I can sort of see the appeal of being like, oh, well, I'll just be in the background. I'll just like, I, I've, I've worked on, um, on, on sets for, for plays and stuff before. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I dig it. It's nice. It's like, it's it's it, it's low-key grunt work but it's valuable they need that set to look nice they need it to look a particular way and it needs to be done quickly and effectively and you need to be good at your job to do that right so like you can take pride in your work and that's one of the things like okay cool i can take pride in this as like a painter it's like i take pride in the fact of like the finished product is like it either looks like the thing or it invokes something like i, I got a message across whatever it might be um but whatever job you're doing, whatever art you're making, you want to find pride in it. And I can sort of see that as a background worker, mm -hmm. but fuck, I don't think I'd want to give up like a weekend with the wife <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make sure Lukey looks good. <laughs> see, the crazy part about things that are, it's wild because there's probably 1% of all things that become like these cult, like c classics, you know, because mm -hmm. when, when I think about, I was trying to think of an exception to the rule of someone who would care. Like, when would people care about that fight scene, right? So there's like, like thing like Ninja Turtles. There's mm -hmm. a cult behind that. Like, oh, yeah. you know, Naruto. Yeah, yeah. There's a cult behind mm -hmm. that, right? So in things like that, or like Miyazaki films, like, it's like it's small projects. I think because I think like part of like so Miyazaki films. Like Miyazaki has a strong like has a hand in most of those yeah, works. Like yeah. a strong hand. Yeah, you know. So I think that's that's part of it is being able to to connect with the the creative with the creative team. So like mm -hmm. I know um, like there are some web comics that like get hella love. Mm. You, you know what I'm talking about? And like there, I know there are a lot of web comics out there, a mm -hmm. lot of like shitty <laughs> web comics. Mm -hmm. But the stories, the story either does something or the style does something in combination with the story to where they develop that cult following. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're able to maintain that because they cultivate that, uh, they cultivate that fan base, they take care of them. And it's like, mm -hmm. all right, they're able to do it in such a way that the the fans are consistently satiating, they're consistently like hungry, like that, that back and forth between being full and hungry. They're able to manage that a lot better um, than than some uh, fine, fine artists. Well, and that's how One time. Punch Man started. Dude had the storyline. Oh, he yeah. was trying to draw himself that shit was ass. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, let us get homeboy in here. Like, you keep telling us what to do, but let's just get, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And we gonna, we gonna blow up. And, you know? and that's the part people love. People love going back to read One Punch, mm -hmm. One Punch Man for that yeah, shitty animation. Yeah, no, for real, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for that shitty art yeah. style. Mm -hmm. Like, quote, unquote, shitty. Yeah. And, like, I know I always lose it. Because it wasn't whenever, that bad. No, it, it wasn't was, that, you know but it was, it wasn't clean. Yeah, right? exactly. It was, yeah, it was right. grimy. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there's something about when they bring that animation style into the anime where it's like, oh, shit's popping off now. Mm -hmm. they're, they're yeah. bare bones. They mm -hmm. didn't have, the, the studio didn't have money for this. They had, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they had yeah, to yeah, break yeah. it down. I love mm -hmm. those moments, yeah. those shifts. Yeah. And I think that 
uh, I think that like our art should, should reflect that same thing, right? Mm. So there are gonna be times where people are gonna understand, they're gonna get it. They're gonna be like, all right, the studio doesn't have money for a big ass, uh, a big ass mural that was self-funded and yada, yada, yada. So there are a bunch of small vignettes, right? They're selling a bunch of small vignettes or they're doing a large thing that's bare bones. That's, that's like two colors, two mm -hmm. values. Yeah, Bam, it's a drawing, that sort of thing. And and sometimes people like that. Sometimes mm -hmm. like I, I remember um, uh, when I was working at, uh, when I was going to school in Chico, we had like a little art sale at one point and I wasn't expecting to sell shit. I like was expecting to have to like devalue all my stuff like 50 percent. Mm. And because I had a bunch of just like sketchy paintings, like four foot by three foot sketchy portraits, uh, like all monotone. And those fuckers sold like hotcakes. I had wow. no idea. Yeah, people loved them. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. This mm -hmm. is this is just loose enough to where you guys are digging it. Yeah. It didn't it didn't scratch an itch for me, but it sold. So I was like, okay, there's there's something to this. Like you can expand on that. I wonder, because do you find that the things that you I don't want to use the term like care about, but do you find the things that maybe you're a little bit more free with? get a, a different and maybe a more a, they they hit a broader audience as opposed to the things that you're more like pointed like and try to because you know sometimes like we'll we'll put a lot of time into this thing mm -hmm. we have like a grandiose idea and then and it, it just it never hits flat, the mark right yeah, and then yeah. but then like you do something and it's like hey i'm painting this just because and then people, people just like, vibe oh with God, it oh. yeah man i and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> i i hate it <laughs> Uh, yeah man i'll yeah, man. this has happened to me a few times mm -hmm. and legit there i have some works at home like some like sketchy little drawings some sketchy little paintings where it's mm -hmm. like i'm not showing these to anybody because yeah. i know someone's gonna like it and they're gonna want it and it's like it's not done i i'm trying to take this someplace and if i just if i just give it up to you then i'm giving up on the piece mm -hmm. and that's the thing too but i'm not quite there yet yeah you know what i mean so it's like it's kind of like a, a sad, a sad goodbye when mm -hmm. you, when you get rid of a piece like that. Cause it's like, damn, I failed. <laughs> you know what's crazy though, is I, I, I feel you on that. And then there's also like the, the side of like it, everything's like a exercise, mm -hmm. you know? And that's yeah. what I'm trying to get my brain into because it's, it's hard to think of things not like i'm gonna go for the fences like yeah. all right this is a free throw okay we're just jumping like this is we're working on values we're working on jumpers you know and mm -hmm. that's like as long as we get the values right colors don't have to be exact we just yeah. boom you know what i'm saying placement values it's a then, different game it's not mm -hmm. always just about the point sometimes you're just playing against yourself like or whatever mm -hmm. but yeah or it's yeah. like you're looking for something different so yeah um having having those practices having those those warm-ups is important mm -hmm. and oh man the the sucky part is is that I never care about them so like mm -hmm. last art hop I um or two art hops ago um sour milk right mm -hmm. they um they do they, they do shows for art <laughs> hop and hold on can I hold on let's we gonna pause this real quick and I need to tell you this wait okay no you do the you do this and then I'm gonna pause it because I got a story that we can't tell on here oh. like and it's great you'll be laughing okay but anyway all right <laughs> um like they they had um they participated in art hop a month or two ago and it was like the theme was butt hop mm. um where it's like okay butt themed work and we'll just do like an assorted gallery and I was like 
That sounds dumb. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't painted a good butt in a mm-hmm. while. Let's right. go for it. And uh, so I busted out a couple of quickies. I did this. Um, I found a couple of um, models on Instagram. I look at every now and again for like poses and stuff. Um, the wife knows. So it's nothing underhanded or under the table. It's specifically like, hey, what do you think of this pose? See what happened was. That's she references. That's like, just references. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like uh, I found like a more curvaceous uh, black lady and a, a more um, uh, I forget the word a more skinny white lady mm-hmm. like petite? just a petite yeah uh, well, she was she was thin like she mm-hmm. was bony <laughs> and, man, she uh, was borderline anorexic like she just there you go um, <laughs> so just to get some dichotomy because it had mm-hmm. been a minute and so I busted a couple of these paintings out and I dropped them off at Sour Milk and I was like here you go. And they're like, okay, cool, nice. So just come pick them up, X, Y, Z. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I have not been back since. I straight <laughs> up forgot this. I don't know where those paintings are. I haven't asked nobody. I'm embarrassed now. So anyone on Sour Milk, at Sour Milk, if you're listening, please give me my paintings back. <laughs> like, I'm not coming to pick those up. He's like, yo. I'll come get them, but somebody text me or something. Right, I don't right. know. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> but hey, you know, like Oda, he he had a whole thing about painting or drawing butts. Oh, really? And that was the whole, yeah, like in one of the, the little SBS, like how he does the shits with like the little side notes and stuff. Oh, and like, yeah, yeah, notes from the author like, type stuff. Yeah, I needed to get better at drawing butts. So <laughs> he, like this whole new arc, like it's just butt, like like Nami and Robin got these short joint, like mm, little, and okay. then he just, every shot, like the dudes are like waist up and then you see like a full, full like, just, yeah, like he pushes them forward. Just and full the, Coke yeah, bottle. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he can practice drawing butts, you Man. know, and it's like, okay. All right, all yeah. right. So that's what those perspective changes yeah. were about. Mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to be yeah. for drama. It's like, yeah, no, those man. are ass shots. Yeah, so. he's, he's practicing though. But I mean, like, in you have to, I think about it like this, like, whoa, that's pretty cool to expand, like, at that level, like, hey, I'm putting this thing out every In week. It's work. the number one mm-hmm. selling thing, and I'm still trying to push. Working on my chops, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, like, that's what it should be, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you can tell if he was doing that, that tells you, just like as a fellow artist, like, okay, he was getting bored. Yeah. It's like, he's he's so bored with whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so, like, comfortable. It's like, all right, I got to bring a new challenge in. Yeah. I can't bring in new colors. It's a manga. Like, mm-hmm. fucking, it's going to be black and white. Like, I'm, there's nothing you can really do about yeah. that. But... I feel like anatomy is something you can always get better at. Always. You know, and that's, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But moving on, let's, uh, let's, let's, you know, we're going to shift topics. Oh, yeah, topic, you had a story, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is, is, uh, <laughs> you know, this is actually, uh, I will, okay, hold on. I, this is actually, okay, I'll, I will tell this story. I was trying, I forgot to put my phone on D&D, and I was like, yeah, I should probably do that. Um. So, yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, bang. All right. Uh, yeah, man. Nah. Okay. So I was. That's it. I didn't. Okay. The time when I went to the poetry meeting at Sour Milk. That's you about that. Uh, I don't think so. Bro, right. So I go to this. It was po- like a poetry slam, nigga. Right. <laughs> I go to this. Okay. Peep, peep this. Go to this poetry joint. They yeah, got like a poetry reading. So I go up. And I'm I'm reading my poem, right? And there's this chick in the back. And so the first thing I say is like, hey, how you guys doing? James Drills. Uh, 
and this was like a f like months back so art hop was coming up i'm mm -hmm. like hey how you doing i'm james Geralds, uh you know broadway studios artist you know come and check out art hop and then this chick's like we don't care <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> god damn right <laughs> right right <laughs> Right? Fuck, man. So no, no, Shit. no, 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 no. I didn't realize Fresno had yeah. an Apollo. Nah, God it was damn. great, dude. It was great, right? But the thing is, is like she was just a drunk chick. So she so was, it was like fun trying, heckling. Right? No, no? Like, she oh. was like bad, bro. Like she was. She tried to do like she had triggered the room and just like after me, she had triggered the room. Oh. Like, she heckled me and then went up there and then like whole spectacle. <laughs> so she went they kicked her out, <laughs> nigga. They kicked her out, right? She was because she was in there like turned up okay and like and, and they took the bike from her and it was it was wild so you know what i'm saying i go outside to blaze out and then like you know chicks over there and then boom next thing you know like she's it's her and her home girl and the the girl fucking snatches me up on my collar right the and then so right so you know, I, I look at her home girl and her home girl's like and there's all these people around and their home her home girl's like don't worry, it'll be okay. And I'm like, for who? Right? Like, <laughs> who are you who? talking who to right like, now? Who are you talking about? What's going on? Like, You're your, not friend my friend. Has her, your, your friend has her hands on me, right? So then it, it's one of those situations where, boob, you know what I'm saying? I back up. You know what I'm saying? Nothing happened, right? Okay, so, like, no stuff gets resolved. No, no, no. Like, I'm not going to touch her. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm for and you. Then, but, oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. Like baby so, D over but, here. But, yeah, it gets better. No black eyes. But, like, she tried to, like, 20 minutes later, I'm rolling up a blunt, right? And like, you know how you roll a blunt in, in your hand and then like you're crushing up the weed. So you like your you hands. Are, yeah. So she comes around with her friend and I went the other way. <laughs> Nigga, I'm at the end of the block. They come towards me. I just look up and they right there. Mm -mm. <laughs> and then I'm just like, yo, you get her home. She's drunk. And then the chick picks up the, like, you know, she starts screaming bloody murder. Her friend like tries to get her. And then she like kicks this big piece of mud on me. What? Right? right? Bro, but it was, what? but hold on, here's the best She's part. Like, here's the here's the here's the best part. Yes, mudslinging. The mud was like, it bounced off me, and I was like, God got my back. You can't touch me. <laughs> you said that? Yeah, yeah, Bro. right. And she just was like screaming like hell like, to the point where fools started coming out. And I'm standing in the same spot. Cause anybody who knows me knows I will just stand in the same space, like and not move so i'm just standing there rolling the blunt like having this conversation right like you can hey, yo and then so these fucking biker fools come out from the next place i'm like hey fool come here look 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 and then they just see her like tripping, tripping. and i'm like dude like you see this i was like you know a hundred years ago this would have went a totally different way like this and i like you know what i'm saying y'all need to get her out of here like this is a bad situation. Was it a, was it a lady? Yeah. Oh, she's a white lady. Oh, she's a white okay. lady, right? Oh, okay. So this, this is a completely different story now. There was a whole yeah. other level of danger. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a white lady. Nah, she was she was white tripping out, right? So I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? She was carrying it out. So and and what, this is it's fucked up because this is your episode and we're talking about this. But I think this is a hilarious story. And we're gonna we have a lot to we have a lot of stuff to lily pad on to from here. Um. Anyway, somebody was gracious enough to call the police. I knew it was time for me to go. I promptly made an escape. <laughs> and then next thing I, because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't do police. Mm -mm. And then next thing you know, you just see like her like yelling at the cops and then like mm. hit one of the cops and mm. then they, they put her in cuffs. Okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. How many times did she get hit? 
<laughs> None. But the, the baton you know didn't break nah, okay. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They right. just, you know, they just put her in cuffs. Like, hey, you wildin'. Okay. You know, because it was, but it was like a, so that was the last time I went to Sour Milk. You know Damn. what I'm saying? Fresno, I'm telling you, man. My experiences <laughs> in Fresno be wild, oh, you know? Oh, man, like, they're fun, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with it. It's yeah. a, it's a. It's a healthy level. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, like because it lets me know I'm alive. I thought uh, that that shit was great. Well, you know what I'm saying no, that, that's fantastic. Well, not not fantastic that <laughs> oh, you almost yeah. got assaulted slash arrested oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> like I was thinking about it the other day, um, like uh, the the homelessness situation mm. in Fresno. Um, like ever since Tent City got torn down, everything's like kind of like people are everywhere. It feels like folks are always getting displaced. But I was talking with my wife about it, and I was like, well, we can't just forever be removed. You know, no matter where we go, there's going to be somebody that's homeless nearby. And if we are someplace where we're completely removed, I don't know if I want to be there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, that that feels like some cookie cutter, fake, like, that's not going to last type shit. Like, you're disconnected from reality type mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Like, you need, to, you, you need to have to go into a 7-Eleven at 1 a.m. every now and again and be harassed. Like, I feel like that's just a healthy human you, experience. Well, you know what's crazy, though, is yeah and no, right? Like, <laughs> just no. Because the thing is, is, like, if that's happening to you, then that means, like, whoever, like, so if you have a kid and your kid goes to 7-Eleven, they're going to, like, they they're have to witness harassed. that. And yeah. it's like, do we really, like, is that what we want you know what I'm saying well, well but if that's the world we're living in it's yeah. like should we be ignoring it no I feel that's like not that's, what I'm saying because that's what I tried we to that's what to I was trying to do out. for a while all well, I'm yeah. saying is we need to like and by we I mean people in power like mm-hmm. like taxpayers and the the everyday person giving somebody $20 and they're gonna go and spend it on meth that's not that's, gonna help yeah, right that's not, that's not but conducive. it's as a society thing bro because I know you've seen it like the cops will come up and then like they'll just have like bulldozers with them and then they'll just bull those the fools like oh homes yeah and shit. oh yeah oh like it's weird because like I, i've seen kind of both sides where like uh for a minute i was working for the county and i'd have to drive by a canal every morning and there'd be folks posted up tents and whatnot on the side of the canal and it's like okay i get it you got to do what you got to do um but also guys are burning trash all the time there's a school nearby kids got to walk past you and you guys ain't just burning trash you guys is doing other stuff too it's like, all right, you got to move eventually. Mm-hmm. And after like a month, it's like, all right, I see some cops stroll through in the morning. Like, hey, we're going to be asking you to leave soon. Mm-hmm. going to be yeah. asking you to leave. A couple weeks later, they're finally bulldozing through. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, okay. They gave them some some heads up. But yeah. it's you're right. We got to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. We got to fix the problem. Yeah. I, I'm i a pessimist right now. Yeah. I'm, I don't see any and, top-down solutions right. come in. So. And, <laughs> and the thing, what's crazy is, is we didn't. A, a, like there are a lot of generations that didn't grow up walking to schools with homeless camps. Oh I yeah, mean, I homelessness didn't. is one thing in you know in cities, but like camps like is like that's like yeah, that's like because they have nice ass tents and bro, because that's how they're up. living. And mm-hmm. it's like man, when you think about it, it's like it's not just uh, it's not just folks that made some some like a series of poor decisions. Sometimes it's, it's fucking families. Sometimes it's like motherfucker with some mental issues mm-hmm. that's like just trying to keep a job down that type of thing like that sort of stuff happens and it's like all right in those situations those people know how they're living they don't want to be there but they gotta they gotta so mm-hmm. let's go ahead and 
pony up for that tent. I can't afford a car, but. <laughs> well, and it's kind of crazy because, you know, in Fresno, there's like a housing shortage. So oh, yeah. Even, you know, there's no place for it for them to go, even if they could get on. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, man, how do I even. It's getting you know worse. We're, we're like, going to deal with like a Detroit problem pretty soon, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I'm pretty sure Detroit had similar issues not too long ago or like maybe like 10, 15 years ago something um shit's crazy well man. yeah everyone did housing yeah. housing crisis happened mm -hmm. but um yeah me, me and the wife are still trying to buy a house so we've been intimately having this conversation where it's like relative to other areas in mm -hmm. california fresno's cheaper so yeah. motherfuckers are moving in but the people living here can't afford to live here mm -hmm. worse and worse yeah man that's just fun <laughs> mm -hmm. yep yep I, and i think that uh it, it is it's one of those things where if you don't get creative, you're not mm -hmm. like that's the only way oh, to yeah. solve the problem. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I came to the conclusion it's like, all right, just trying to this like doing paycheck to paycheck and hoping that you save enough from each paycheck to paycheck, that's that's no longer viable. That mm -hmm. hasn't been viable right, for over right. a generation. Mm -mm. You gotta like you gotta team up with motherfuckers. Yeah. You gotta get some generational wealth going. Mm -hmm. You gotta buy a plot of land with the homies <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no for sure and that's i mean like and that's it it's really about having a plot of land man that yeah. you can actually do mm -hmm. you know your own thing and you know build something up because that that's something that we don't have real access to as readily as the you know the central american like you know uh, Tennessee, and, you know mm -hmm. indiana we, and, we ain't got land saying? like that yeah exactly kansas like and, you know yeah they got but no one's trying to move uh, to the Midwest. <laughs> no yeah, one's trying I to mean, live in the like, heartland. <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of people are, are, it's, a it's lot switching people up. are moving, though, it's man. It's switching up. Because I talked to, like, some painters out in Tennessee, and they're like, dude, like, one of my OGs, like, uh, he's like, dude, people are moving out here from California, and a lot of the locals are pissed because, like, fools are just coming out because it's so land. cheap out there mm -hmm. compared to California. They, they like, come in with their California mm -hmm, money. Yeah. They buy up some land. They get settled. And they have enough saved up to where they can afford to continue living there, mm -hmm. even if their income doesn't match yeah. it. Like, and I, that's the game, mm -hmm. and that's yeah. capitalism. And that's a lot the game. Of shit. <laughs> you can do remotely now. Oh, you know what I'm bro, saying, so. I, I'm I'm working right now um, at a temp job, and I mm. thought we were gonna be up in November. So I've been mm. working there for uh, like uh, 16 months now, 16, mm -hmm. 17 months, and it looks like we're gonna be going into December, right? And uh, but I thought it was gonna be November, so I've been like all on ZipRecruiter, Indeed, uh, uh, Monster, <laughs> uh, all that stuff, just looking for remote work, temp work, whatever, whatever, because I still wanna keep my, my flexible schedule, mm -hmm. but I'm accustomed to a sort of lifestyle now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to backpedal. So if you guys got some remote, you know what I'm saying, work, some up. commissions, some, you know. Data Martin, entry. Yeah, <laughs> Martin's down. I, I, I have a plethora of skills. Yeah, yeah, man, I heard that. And it is, it's, man, multi. But that's the game. That's mm -hmm. the game because every year you're fighting with some, some high schooler. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's what people don't realize. You know, it is like the talent the talent pool just gets larger and, and, larger, and larger every and larger. year. So oh, yeah. it is. It's like it's up to us as artists. And I think like there's this there's a definitely a unique spot that we um, you know that that we face. And I think that that's one thing. It's like okay, 
as as artists, how do we, you know, get into these these other places? How do we actually be targeted and be, you know, um, I would say uh, intentional with with our things, with our with our choices and decisions? Because yeah. on one hand, we have to say yes to everything to mm -hmm. get. Uh, you know to, to understand like to what's going, good what's keep, bad yeah. you know you don't really know until you like gone but at some point it. you do know mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think you were touching on this we were talking outside before you're mentioning trajectory and mm -hmm. i was like yeah yeah so i feel like at times uh as an artist you have to focus on trajectory for trajectory's sake like i gotta keep the momentum going because i don't know for what yet mm -hmm. but i know i gotta keep it going so mm -hmm. let me just keep it moving and that's important but it's there's a danger of just getting caught up with that right mm -hmm. of getting caught up in like all right i just gotta make sure i have a show next month i gotta make sure i'm a part of this next mm -hmm. where you forget to plan for something long term yeah it's like, all right man like this this is cool that's good you're working on your chops but like you're a business like mm -hmm. you're you are the business right and you can't replace you <laughs> so you got to start thinking about like all right what happens when my machines start breaking down and i can't replace those machines like all right when i get a little older and my eyes start going uh am i gonna be able to do those late night like quick paint sessions mm -hmm. like right before commissions do Probably not. I'm going to mm -hmm. have to um, arrange my time a little differently. I'm going to have to make sure I wake up early. I'm going to have to make sure I'm like focused, got my coffee in me, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that requires forethought and planning. And it's, I struggle with that sometimes. So it's like, all right, we got to focus on keeping the, keeping the trajectory going, mm -hmm. but we have to target it. Like you're saying, yeah. it has to be for something. You mm -hmm. have to be conscious about how you're doing it. Cause otherwise you're working against yourself right? right and i think like self-awareness like as an artist is something that it's like part of like what we do right mm -hmm. so it's, it's looking because you had said it like you know doing this research and then making it you like you take all yeah. these things and you're able so i think that that's one thing so it's okay well what and there's there's a lane for every different type of art like abstract impressionism mm -hmm. primitivism realism yeah. like naturalist painters like there's all everyone's like, got their own yeah. thing yeah but i think also it's one of those things where just being being conscious of like okay well if this is my market well do, do i want to stay in this particular spot <clears throat> do i want to be in some other spot eventually and mm -hmm. what are the steps it's going to take to get to that uh, particular spot? yeah you got to check out that cost benefit analysis of like um and that's the business part right of like mm -hmm. how much do i diversify right how how much do i step away from my original branding before i've um before i've over before i've overextended right mm -hmm. it's a uh, it's like, all right, uh, I don't I don't know if you ever uh, watch old commercials like every now and again, I'll catch like these super old like commercials from like back in the 90s or 80s. Mm. And uh, I saw one the other day that was for Wendy's. Mm. Did you know Wendy's used to have an all you can eat salad buffet? Yeah. You remember that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck did they have that? Like, that's so weird. Yeah. And they yeah, had yeah. like. No, it was like a full-on all-you-can-eat thing. Because there was one here that had one, right? Really? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't grow up here, so mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I just saw the commercial, mm -hmm. and it's like, it blew my mind. And I was like, that's so weird. 
I'm glad they don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't mess with it. You no, know it's like I wouldn't trust like, yeah. that. It's like uh -huh. I've been into Wendy's, and yeah. it's like I've no. I've had to wait in some Wendy's for for buses before. Nine times out of ten, there are flies in the windowsill. Mm -hmm. I'm not trusting a salad bar with flies in the window. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's one of those things where Wendy's understood, like, oh, we don't need that. People are gonna buy like they're here for the know, frosties yeah, exactly. and the fries. Right. Let's keep exactly. it some baconators, yeah. frosties, mm -hmm. fries. That's yeah. it throw in an apple chicken salad and that's it. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. You're fine. Yeah. So like, but like that, knowing like being willing to step outside of your comfort mm -hmm. zone, but then learning from that experience and going, okay, do I continue doing, doing this? Do I go down this path some more? Or is, is that enough? Was yeah. that just a one time thing? Mm -hmm. So, well, and also, you know, I think it's one thing like the showing every month, thing it that's kind of that's really dangerous yeah to the livelihood and like to well i'll say it's like to the progression and growth and development of mm -hmm. an artist because you know what's interesting martin is is like broadway is like you know people it's room raiders you know they're just oh, gonna yeah. come into your studio and then ah uh, and that's <laughs> it, it's one thing but i think if i like now that i now that i have like shows you know it's like i have a solo show i have to get ready for so it's outside of your point. studio space yeah so i like okay i can't be booking shows at this place or that place anymore because everything has to go towards this big mm -hmm. sort of show you have you to know? focus your your mm -hmm. attention because yeah. otherwise it's like all right because if you have to spend time like promoting right it's it's kind of weird to like be promoting like three, four different things all mm -hmm. at the same time. It confuses the message. People are gonna be like, wait, which one am I mm -hmm. going to? Which which one's the most recent one? I mean, the the, the one coming up soonest, right? Well, and I think <clears throat> it's the, well, people, they'll, it's, you'll catch the strays, you know, if people mm -hmm. are out, they'll, they'll come and check it out. Not I welcome people that come, you know, like we guys are, you know, Martin's gonna be here, you know, on the, you know, this art hops will come through, check it out. I'll be open. He'll, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'll be kicking it. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a fun night. But it's attempt, you know, <laughs> like, okay, this is a perfect, like, it's a cool, it, it's pretty interesting that life happens the way it happens, right? And sometimes we get opportunities and sometimes, you know, doors close, like mm -hmm. doors open and they close, right? And a door might close and it might seem like, hey, this isn't necessarily the best thing that could happen right now. And you might be upset, like, hey, uh, I I got the rug pulled from under me or, or things like that. But you also have to think about with, with less options comes more focus. So mm -hmm. I think that that, like, as an artist, you know, because it, A lot of us really, work best under, like, crunch time. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, now that, like those opportunities are going away. It's like, all right, let's really hustle. Let's get creative. This yeah. is where I work best. Right? Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, I was speaking from the standpoint of not having to curate a show every single month mm. and like do that. And then, so it's doing that, you know, and making my own work. Now mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, what I realize is it, it's, it's funny cause we're, we're 50 minutes in, barring some sort of editing. I don't know. I might have chopped some stuff out. You know, who knows? But um, I think that there's there's a few talking points that, um, as as um, as as interesting as life is as an artist, a lot of times we we go through this game, and it is it's it's the search of like this business sort of thing. So, 
I actually had had a segment um, and we, we need to figure out like this is like James's art game. We're going to call this segment James's art game. You know, I think it's important. Right. And, and Martin, you as an artist, I, I'd like for this to be a discussion because our listeners can can actually gleam from this. We have some mm-hmm. people who are seasoned painters, some people who are, you know, new to the game. And um, I know that you've been in different you've had different opportunities so you can kind yeah. of attest to some of your experiences. Um, but I know for personally i i think that it's it's one of those things where you know my biggest thing martin is trying to like help the a, a community of artists who i think are hardworking, pretty mm-hmm. dope motherfuckers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like regardless of like what you look like what boxes you check how tall how short you are like whoever you date whoever you married i don't care i just like people who make cool things yeah. right and it seems like there are a lot of uh there's a lot of people in i would just say in this um in this in this time frame in this period that we live in that probably feel the same like hey i know some artists and these are people who are good Mm -hmm. and these are people that i want to do something for and i think that that's something that's commendable however i think that as you know people who want to people who are artists wanting to show in different places, people who are like attempting to get shows for, for a group of year, let's say you have a group of four friends, you know, like, Hey man, we're going to go out and and get a show. I think it's important to kind of have, um, I wouldn't say, because, because the thing is, is we, we, at some point, like you're coming into the game and you, you want to, do things so you can establish some sort of presence and some Mm -hmm. sort of credibility so there's something that goes for that but after you've had a few shows i think that there's this sort of like research like as an artist that we have to really be aware of that we need to put forth in the galleries Mm -hmm. that we're showing in spaces yeah because it's one of those things where it has to be a win-win situation for both people you, know. you you have to own your power as an artist sometimes mm-hmm. and it's really difficult because uh <clears throat> because it's just you mm-hmm. it's, it's usually just you that's why i, I think you're right you got to get like you got to get a group of folks you got to get a group of people that make some cool things and bring something to the table and um something that's been like gnawing at my mind is uh as i was talking about before fresno's a, a community of like creative folks mm-hmm. and we're trying to sell to ourselves and it's like that's 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 dumb. <laughs> Why are you trying to sell art to an artist? Like you, you can do that, and it's like it's not that artists don't support other artists, but I feel like our focus should be like, all right, let's let's group together. Let's stop infighting over crumbs within our within our community. Let's take let's let's take those opportunities that are offered. Like let's take those grants. Let's take those scholarships. Let's take those. Um, those um those points of media notoriety mm-hmm. and let's parlay that into some opportunities outside of our community right so that like a group of artists will have an opportunity like okay maybe we need to go um have a show in in ohio maybe like a, a collective of artists um in in fresno that work on their chops they they create a message they they have they have something that they want to say and they get good at communicating it and as opposed to as opposed to just like just showing amongst themselves and having the conversation amongst themselves and in our community and like we, we can't kid ourselves like art hop's huge 
Mm-hmm. Art House yeah. is huge. It is, yeah. it is like, I love Art House. Yeah. It's fantastic how big it is. Mm-hmm. But we're a big, a, a, a big small town. Mm-hmm. So it's usually a lot of the same conversations being had. Even when we have new folks, even when we have new work, it's usually the same conversation, right? And I know, I, I, I'm not going to say I know that. I'm going to say I, I really feel like that's the case because um, I felt the same since, since I first learned about Art Hop and when I first started showing up, it's felt very similar since I've left and come back and participated and through my development as an artist, which a lot of that was here in Fresno, mm-hmm. Art Hop's felt the same, which is comforting. Like that's a, like that part's cool. It's like a, it's like a big block party. Like it's a big community event. Like let's all get together and mm-hmm. have, have that conductive conversation and see right. how everyone's doing, have that in um, that interior competition. Right. But then we don't do anything with that energy. Mm-hmm. Right. That energy just disperses and we wait until the next art hop. And what's happening is, is artists aren't benefiting from it as much. Mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing like, um, uh, craft folks are benefiting and like they're artists too. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to knock craft folks. Um, my wife and I have definitely bought our share of earrings <laughs> at the, at the stalls and stuff during art hop and all mm-hmm. that. And, uh, Fresies and all that. But, uh, with each passing art hop, with each passing, like huge downtown Fresno event, I see more and more like food vendors. I see more and more like, um, like, uh, like, uh, printmakers, which printmakers are cool. Like, uh, like you guys are fine artists. You guys do cool things. Um, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I, I love me some litho, uh, but our fine artists, which I, I feel was the core of the art hop, right? It was like our, our, um, our professional working artists are our new, um, aspiring fine artists that are trying to develop a message and a style that is, um, that connects with their community, right? That's the goal. But we're sort of letting all of that energy and all of that initial, um, the initial goal of Art Hop disperse into, okay, what knickknacks can I sell? What what cool fried food can I sell? What what cool um, uh, what what cool um, car show can I have here? Like it's it's being turned into a, a reason for other things to be there. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm happy that that's happening. I'm glad our community is coming together and we're excited over a multitude of things. Like we yeah. should be it, like our economy is kind of small. So yeah, we should be supporting our food vendors. We should mm-hmm. be supporting our t-shirt makers. Yeah. But, but uh, at the expense of the artists, though. at the expense of the artists, it's like, because and, the and thing at the is, artist is, event, that's well, the other and, part. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I'm not like, we want you guys to like, artists and here's the here's the mess up part about artists is we're always like we want everybody to eat but mm-hmm. we don't eat so yeah. like that's the whole thing yeah. and it is it's it it's one of the few things where your product is like it's this deep personally rooted thing and that's kind of like the core of trying to make this connection and it's like okay monetizing and disconnecting with this deep personal thing, you know, or, you know, getting it to a point where people want to seek it out. Because yeah. I'll tell you something, when I was on that, when that, scheduling the shows and stuff like that and getting mm-hmm. ready to like do the little curating thing, I was asking people, hey, and I started really doing market research. Hey, where do you usually go for Art Hop? Hey, who are some of your favorite artists in Fresno? 
And when it came time to like, they can't name nobody. No, man. Can't name a single person. Uh -uh. And that's what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. That's what I'm talking about. People show up for the vibe. Mm -hmm. People show up. Uh, like I would say, Art Hop's more of a, um, and I feel like Broadway. You guys are like the heart of Art Hop. Like I mean, there's you know, I mean, like you know, there's a. You know what's interesting is Art Hop. It's just like this building has been here. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying? just been Art Hop has been around this building, like it's been in this area, and I feel like Broadway, like its locale, has mm. been at the center of it for a while. Um, at least from my experience, um, from and what I've now seen. It's up and by Tioga, kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, it's shifted a bit, but and it's like all right, it's a little more. Uh, they they changed Fulton, right? Mm -hmm. They made it. They made it a little different which doesn't make sense to me because before it was walkable, which feels like it would have made more sense to have more people. Oh, it would have been lit. Right, right? Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. waited until after yeah. it was drivable to make it happen. Yeah. I don't get that mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. But um, in my mind, I feel like Art Hop and Broadway, with Broadway at the center has been more of like an open studios, mm. not, a, not a gallery experience yeah. where folks come through, where they get to chit chat with the artists, they get to see what's going on and they're like, oh shit, this is what our town makes, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like a field trip for the city. Yeah, and yeah. It's like yeah. no, no one's, no one's, uh, mm -hmm. no kids are going to the zoo buying pandas there. Right, right. right. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, and that's the kind of cool thing is, yeah, there's a motley crew, but I, I you know, it was a great idea to line up a bunch of artists mm -hmm. and attempt to like, you know, put them in a place. But that's that's neither here nor there. I think that. Also, it's one of those things is it's like you said, working on your chops is as, as, as an artist, our trajectory sometimes we can get too focused on community mm -hmm. and then we forget about ourselves. Yeah. So like it's a that's balancing a thing act. too. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a balancing act so between like making and like honestly, like your um your your story about going to, to sour milk, mm -hmm. like before you even got into the the heckling, I was already like, "This is a good story," because mm -hmm. it's an artist, a paint, a like it's a painter, drawer, going out to do some some spoken word, yeah. and it's like, "Hell yeah, man! That's that's how you do yeah, it." Right? Like I, I love like when we were doing um, drawing nights with Paper Crane, when Paper Crane was doing like our, our um, weekly drawing nights mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I was always thrilled when other folks in the arts communities would come through and it's like, oh, there's a musician here or oh, there's a sculptor here tonight mm -hmm, yeah. or oh man, there's a, there's a singer here or a digital artist. And it's like, fuck yeah, yeah. that's, that's right. Let's what, when's your next gig? Let's, yeah. let's support each other. Like mm -hmm. that, that's the part that gets me like pumped and makes me like excited about being an artist. Mm -hmm. It's like that shared community, not like, oh, I'm having my show, come to my show. Mm -hmm. It's, When's your show? Yeah, let's let's talk. Like, oh man, I'm I'm glad you came to my thing, but I want to go mm -hmm. to your thing now. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, that part's the the fun of it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't want anyone to know me. It's weird. <laughs> I just want to show up, be in and out. You're like a ninja, man, yeah, man. For real. I'm legit gonna show up in my Doom mask. Yeah. I think I, I think this Halloween I'm gonna. I'm nice. Gonna do it. That'd I'm be hard. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out, you know, the whole Halloween. Bro, thing, it's a challenge saying? every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doom, you can, yeah. That's that's gonna be filthy. Yeah, yeah. Dang, I need to figure that out because it's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do like some Halloween like theme stuff. Or, you know, right, every year it's like in yeah, yeah. Halloween, just like 
swoops up with the quickness yeah, every time. Yeah, it was just August. Yep, yep, yep. So we're we're like an hour. I like to okay. keep these. So how much time you got? We got like 15, 20 more minutes. What you got? Yeah, you know yeah, 15, okay, 20. Cool. All right, fantastic. So we're going to play a rapid fire question game, okay? Ooh, ooh, okay. Wait, hold on. Let's see if I actually have. What you been listening to, by the way, lately? Oh my god, uh, mostly news podcasts and getting depressed. But then mm. I try and like <laughs> clear my mind with some JID or some Chester Watson. Um, fucking Earth Gang, Earth Gang dropped some new shit recently. Okay, I don't know if you listen to them at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not really too heavy, but I, I mean, like, it's there's been times where I'm like, okay, let me see, they'll have a feature or something. You know, mm-hmm. let me see what Earth Gang talking about. I don't know. I I, I like. I'm, I'm digging the Atlanta rappers. They're usually doing mm-hmm. some cool shit. Dreamville's, Dreamville's doing some cool shit. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, lots of JID, lots of Earth Gang. They dropped mm-hmm. the Bobby Boucher song not too while ago. It was a fun video. It was yeah. a fun video. At, uh, Adam Sandler, um, he 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 was like gave it the thumbs up. So I was like, all right, he gets the Water Boy approval. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, that that is. Uh, so wait, as far as Atlanta stuff, hold on, because you just threw that out there real quick, like so, because JID he's Atlanta, right? Like, yeah. isn't he from Atlanta? Yeah, yeah Earth Gang too, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think most of most of Dreamville, like mm-hmm. right there, like Atlanta. Let's see, uh, Ari Lennox, isn't she from Atlanta? Wait, Ari, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. She yeah. sounds like she's she's from yeah, down yeah, south yeah, or some she, shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. She could be from Oakland or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got to get, you know, that's one. I'm more TDE than Dreamville. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm all over the place. Oh, I haven't cool. even really been listening to, uh, it's crazy. I've been listening to everything because I started to DJ. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was going to say, I was like, man, you got, this music thing yeah. seems to come really yeah. well to you. <laughs> I was starting to, yeah, I've been starting to like, uh, shout out to Nigel. He hooked me up with a uh, DJ controller. So I was been messing around with that and trying to figure out, you know, matching up the tempos and syncing it and okay. trying. I'm not, I'm not scratching yet. I'm you're, just, you're Justin Boo on. <laughs> well, because it's, you know what's crazy? It's a whole different thing. You know, it's like, yeah. the, it's this tool and you have to learn it and, it's like you know i know the music that i want but and that's the whole thing is getting the tracks now to dj with because it's not like um it's just like you have to actually have them um, stream music. yeah you can't you have, you have to have source yet. music mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's like now you have to get everything you like again but so that's cool though that yeah. that's one of the mm-hmm. things that got me into rap like for a minute i mm-hmm. was like on I was on like some alt rock shit and then yeah. I was like, wait, rap is usually referencing other shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, I can listen to one song and then hear like eight other ones. Yeah. It's like, that's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cause it definitely, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of cool. I went out there to open decks and, um, I, you know, took my hard drive and plugged it in, got the room. You know what I'm saying? There There's a few times where cats were like, Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Yeah. There you go. know about that. So you so. diversify. That's yeah, how you oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, diversify. Yeah, see? But you know what's crazy, though? is like fools are really on, like, EDM and, like, yo, you need to, like, play that. And I'm like, man, I can't play no Barry White. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, like yeah. it's 
I, I can't play no joke. Like, and that, it's yeah, give not. Me some whispers, yeah, man. Fool's Square, like, <laughs> it wasn't hate, but there was like some other DJs who were like, yo, man, there's another open deck spot, but they only want you to play EDM. And I'm just like, that that sucks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The fools are, because you, it's like, oh, you're, let me, it feels like they're doing something without saying something, with yeah. doing that. Like, okay, you have to, to do this particular genre like, of music. Mm hmm. It's, I, I don't know, I, I get, that sounds like a similar vibe to like, uh, you know, when like uh, comedy clubs or whatever, they'll do like chocolate night mm. or some shit. <laughs> it's like all the black comedians come out and it's oh, like, God. we're not saying we need mm -hmm. you to do black jokes, but we need you to do mm. black jokes. So oh, man. <laughs> just make it palpable. <laughs> did, you, um, did you finish the Wu-Tang saga? I did not. I got like three episodes in okay. and I just dropped out. Like I was really into it for a minute. Okay. I just didn't like. Is it really? is it good? Is it really good. It good? Okay. Yeah. I, I was really. Yeah, yeah, I was really liking yeah, it, done, and then yeah. I was like, Why do I feel like this isn't? Yo, no. It's like as far as like if if you're a woo head, the Easter eggs in it are mm -hmm. crazy, man. There's so okay. many Easter eggs. I thought we was gonna go down the. No, you know what I'm, saying? The thing, I'm sorry. I spoil it, but you gotta get you gotta get it up. So here's the thing. Um, we we should actually, you guys. I think we might mess around and do a live episode. Ooh. On next Thursday, uh, you know, we might go live and do something like that. So be uh, be prepared. Pull your socks up. Martin, where can they catch you at on the web? We're going to wrap this up. All right. All right. You guys can catch me on the Instas uh, at end underscore I-N underscore E-O-N. E um, yeah, that's me on Insta. Uh, you guys can catch me on Facebook, Martin Townsend, or you guys can search me there as well. Um, I got a Wix. Uh yeah, <laughs> I made it forever ago, and I updated it a couple months ago. <laughs> so uh, find all that on the IG. Okay, yeah. okay, nice. Well, yeah, hit him up, throw throw a bag his way. You know what I'm saying? Open and, to uh, commissions. Yeah, all of that good stuff. You got any shouts you want to give? Oh snap! Um, shout out to the the normal crew. You know, uh, Danny, Raquel, Michael. Um, Tommy out there working hard. The homie's working with Adult Swim right now. Oh, doing that's some hard. animation shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to, to Kevin Stewart McGee. Had a dope show. Uh, and his birthday just passed. Happy belated. Oh, shit. Yeah. The homie. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing big things. He Oh, he uh, sold a bunch of work. And a lot of it's going to, um, I, I believe all the proceeds are going to scholarships. He's going to be on the pod. Oh, he's yeah, going to be on the pod? Yeah, he was here. I'm, I'm going to see him. Saturday. Oh, yeah, because we're in a show together, so there's like an artist party. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll stop by. I'll bug yeah. you guys and embarrass Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, keep going. What? You were giving Oh, shout, shout, shout out, shout out, shout out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, my wife, my dogs, my mom, hi, mom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Pleasure having you. Thank you. And yeah, Thank you guys watch out because uh, I definitely think we're going to break out that GoPro Ooh. on, uh, you know, and, and catch some of this artwork so you guys can see this new stuff. Because we, the thing is, this art and BS, it was more BS than art. You guys <laughs> never know what you're going to get. You could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Catch us again next week. Same BS time, same BS channel. Once again, this is some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction. Fiction that's not admissible in the court of law. I'm out of here like Vladimir. James Drill, it's over and out.